Well, hello everyone. It's Mario from Doncaster. We've had a rough two weeks where the North Norg Stalker took over the petrol station. We've finally flushed her out of the dunnies. I'm joined by the famous godfather of the Albanian mafia, my brother Alia. Alia, it's been a traumatic two weeks, but we are back in town, correct? Yes, yeah, been a very bad two weeks, but we're all up alive and kicking with a new Prime Minister. God, I won't help get into us. God help us all. Now, Alia, your thoughts on round 10 past. The good, the bad, and the chomper of the polywaffle. Well, the good for me was my boys. It was yeah. great to yeah. see, you know, we, we got a win, and it just shows that we're, you know, we're still a while, you know, a, a while You've away. Got a but pulse. You have a pulse. Yeah, we've got a pulse, and, we, and, and, you know, there's a bit of light at the uh, end of the tunnel. So, there, my good, my bad has to be the, I'm going to call, you know, we used to call the Shemans, you know, their name, the demons, the Shemans, because they were a bunch of girls. Now, I'm going to call the Dockers the Shemantle. <laughs> they are a bunch of girls. They were, you know, they, they thought they were up and about, and as soon as a bit of rain comes along, it's up against the Gold Coast last week and, and then yesterday against the Pies, they are weak as piss. So from now on, you know, the sh- there's no more she-means, it's she-mantle. And, and the winner, uh, the recipient of the polywaffle roll. Oh, the polywaffle roll. Who could that go to? Um, really haven't had much time. To, I, I, I'm going to go this one, is the AFL, with regards to that stupid dissent rule. You know, it's just become a joke now. I mean, some of the dissent rules that they gave away on the weekend, you know, for some of the players, you know, especially I think Tom Mitchell, it was like, you know, it's like, oh, you know, didn't you see that? Oh, no, nah, get, get away. They, they get they get my polywaffle roll. Mate, for me, since the other guys are either dead in action, kissing in action, or killed in action, the winner was clearly was clearly the Richmond Football Club. We are getting closer and closer to scaling up the top six or top eight. We are going to be a force to reckon with in September, and you already know that in your bones, Alia, my dear friend. The losers were clearly Essendon. My God, I think they're the really tough Essendon sides of the 80s and the 90s and even the late 70s. Compared to these guys, they lay a couple of tackles and they're thinking somehow or other they've ticked the box called honour and pride and toughness. Just a couple of cheap tackles. tackles. It's a disgrace. And the polywaffle chomper down award, I'm going to give to Vitamins McVeigh because it's just good that he's back on the scene. You might remember Vitamins McVeigh claimed that in the Essendon drug scandal earlier, all they were doing was wolfing down the vitamins. So Vitamins McVeigh is back. He's a loser for putting up that defence a few years ago. He's always going to be a loser in my eyes, and that's that's all I need to say. Oh, well, no, look, you know, and I mean, he shouldn't get, you know, Vitamins McVeigh shouldn't get ahead of himself. They only played the West Drug Eagles. They only played, you know, the other, the, the other source of uh, drugs that, uh, come along in, uh, come along this way. So uh, they're doing nothing. So yeah, don't get too uh, too too far ahead of yourself. You're only keeping that chair warm for your old boss, Mister Hurd, James Turd. <laughs> I hope he gets that job. I swear I do. 
I hope he gets that job. But then again, then the way I can break away from my strong affiliation that I've had with GWS. Oh, please, your secret side. I think you need to. I think if James Turd were to become coach of GWS, he needs to toughen up. And what does that mean, Alia? They've been spending a weekend at the Dunnies of the petrol station with any number of strange people and the North Norks flasher. If you can spend a weekend there in the Dunnies inside the petrol station, you can face anything in life, I'm telling you. No, totally agree. I've uh, been there for a couple of days and I don't intend going back. Now, I've just had a message from Big Ross on the road. He's got his, he's got his snout in the trough down at the, down at the Cariah Bay Roadhouse. He won't be joining us. Oh, Big Was is, you know, he's disappointed that he's, you know, that his Cronulla mate in ScoMo didn't get re-elected and, uh, and also, you know, the political bath that his uh, party copped on the weekend. I don't think we're going to be seeing uh, good old Was down from the, you know, Bay House. He's going to be stuck in there for the next three years and I hope <laughs> they've got enough dim sims and potato cakes to keep him afloat for the next three years. And I think, sad to say, if we turn our attention to Jason, I, I hear that Jenny's been getting a bit frisky of late and uh, Jason might be called to make the ultimate sacrifice. Oh, it's going to... Yeah, it's not... It's, it's not going to look good. I mean, you know, poor old uh, Saigon, you know, Saigon Sally's uh, not going to be uh, too happy with, uh, there with Jace down there at the, uh, down at the toilets there at the, uh, at the petrol station. But, uh, oh, well, good, good luck to Jace here. They're up in about eight and two. And I think they've got a weak, they've got Collingwood who, you know, might be a bit of a weak kill for them. They'll be up at nine and two. They're going to be dreaming of that premiership number 17, but as me and you know, that's never come. Not in our lifetime. Jason, Jason, let's just hop quickly and briefly into the games to come. Uh, Saying Friday night, Sydney paying $1.58 against my beautiful Richmond at $2.39. That's garbage. Well, no. Well, Lynch is out for a little while, and I think uh, Kane Lambert, who's been a you know pretty good player. But what have you beaten the last few weeks, Murray? You've beaten, right. you know, four, you haven't beaten any top eight sides. So, uh, look, I'm not a huge fan of Sydney. You know, I, I think Sydney will win, but you know, I'm you know, I'm still, I'm not convinced of Richmond being a great side, but I think they're a top eight side and in that bottom echelon. And they, I think these two teams are just fighting for seventh, seventh and eighth. In the, in the ladder. Which, which they are at the moment. They're actually seventh versus eight as a fixture. Look, I see that it may be end of em- It may not quite be end of empire for Richmond, but it's ending of empire. But we've still got enough troops to cause. And on the day, if you get there on the day, God knows what might happen. Next well, match is the Brisbane Lions versus the Giants at the at the Gabazoir. Well, I think Mr. I think Mr. McVeigh will uh, find out. Vitamins, what the- vitamins McVeigh, please. Use the vitamin there. McVeigh. I think vitamin McVeigh will find out. You know what's in uh, what's really going on. I think the lines, you know, they're probably smarting a little bit from the loss. They, I think that was a it was a very good game that they played against uh, the, the Dorks down there. Um, yeah, look, Brisbane will beat them, and um, you know, you know, they're a pretty good side, and I think they'll beat them comfortably. Now the next match, of course, is an archetypical handbagger game down the handbaggery, Geelong versus an interstate side, which in this instance. Happens to be the Adelaide Crows. Oh, look out! This this is going to be thirty uh, points, hundred and twenty points. Well, well, yeah. Um, normally it would be, but I think they're on the decline, and we're starting to see a bit of that decline. I think they'll win, and they'll win well, and they're going to be up and about. And Chris Scott's going to be talking about what a great, you know, what a great side he is, and what kind of Gary you know, Rowan. 
Oh, Gary, what, what did he do on the weekend? He played on the weekend? Like, he kicked 12 goals or something, all in front of the Geelong Cheer squad. Well, you know, and uh, well, they've all moved to one end of the ground because the other end of the ground is uh, quite sparse, <laughs> you know. Well, the asbestos you know? is down there, I know. Well, you know, he'll be hoping that, that they keep it down there in, in September because, he's, you know, if there's no one there, there's no one there to tell him how shitty he is in September to whisper over the fence. But, oh, look, they'll win this one easy there, you know, the hamburgers. And I, and I see, a, you know, I, I see at least a 12-goal thumping here. Maybe we should call it the Max Gorn end, that left-hand side end as you're watching on TV. The Max <laughs> Gorn end, Memorial end. God, speaking of which, the next match where I think the Ds are going to continue their run is the Ds versus Fremantle at the MCG. Oh, uh, well, I think Fremantle have, you know, come back to work. Can't, Mel- can't, can't, yeah, can't see Melbourne losing that one. No, uh, they're there. Um, you know, the only way the only way uh, Melbourne's going to lose this one if Jack Bowie gets injured because he hasn't played in the losing side. <laughs> and I think that's the only hope. I think if I was Fremantle, I'd be going down to Cranbourne and watching where that little man walks around and you know maybe doing something, you know, to make sure that you know you know hit him behind the head and concuss him or something like that so he doesn't play this week. That's their only Put hope. Him- Put him in a Hobbit movie, he'd be fine. The next match is pretty bad stuff. Is Eagles paying eight dollars up against the Western Fail Dogs in Perth? Oh, geez, geez, the Eagles here. Um, oh, geez, they're, they're crap, and they're going to come up with an excuse and say we've only got this many plays to choose from because they've all got fucking COVID. Well, how long can you fucking have COVID for? Hey, please, please, mate, please, please, please. How long can you have COVID for? I've had it, you've had it, the whole world's had it. We don't have it for more than two or three days, not for two or three months. Anyway, I think that's just an excuse. The fail dogs will win and really no one gives a shit. I think, mate, Boris, I think uh, Simo, the coach, um, I think I suspect it might be his last year at the Eagles and um, he'd either go and coach one of the other sides or make Boris the chicken V2. Oh, well. The movie. Yeah. You've seen Boris yeah. the chicken in the movie, haven't you? No, I haven't. I'll have to. Oh, so I'll have YouTube, to come... it's shocking. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll come down. If you still got your DVD collection there at the uh, at the petrol station, if it's still on there, I'll come and rent it. I'll be down oh, there shortly. Pornographic by chicken stands of a chicken. Uh, guy, um, my friend Alia, Suns versus the Orcs. Oh, look, you know, this is up um, in in Darwin. I think we've done enough. We've won four games. We're not going to win the spoon. I don't think we need to prove anything. I think we just need to get a – we really need to get lower, to get some draft picks and um, play the kids. Gold Coast, they're a good side. They're, you know, they, they're – Getting better. They're getting, they're getting better and, um, you know, not this year, but watch them next year. I, I'm telling you now, next year, Gold Coast will finish top four. Mark my words. And they'll beat, they'll beat us this week. And, uh, you know – Isaac Rankin, he, he loves playing against the Dorks. He's, you know, a couple of times he's played against us, he's kicked four or five goals. So, um, yeah, put put him in for most goal kicker and uh, goal case to win by about three or four goals. I don't disagree with that one. The next, mate, next game, of course, is the great salute to the infamous Good Friday match of 2018, one of the worst games in history. And that's the St Kilda Aints paying $1.06 up against North. North. You know what? I think what we they the AFL must do in this game. You know how you know in the, yesteryear Mario, when you and Trout used to go and watch the Tigers, and beforehand you used to go and watch. You know, you used to watch the the Rezies before, right? We don't have the Rezies anymore. But I think what they should do before this game is to play that game on the big screen before the main game. I think you know, that, 
that'll get it. That'll get a lot of footy tragics at the at the at, at the ground. The Aints, you got to give them credit. They ran unlike unlike the Blues. They run out games. If you're not three or four goals ahead of the Aints at, at halftime or you know somewhere in that third quarter, they'll overrun you. But oh, God knows what they're going to do. The North, if they you know if they have their tails up, they'll thrash North, and it'll probably be a ten goal whipping. I think, look, someone's got to finish seventh or eighth or even sixth in the ladder. St Kilda's just got to, he's got some honest triers, and that's about it. I don't believe there's much quality down there in terms of um, Moorabbin. They'll still beat North and beat them handsomely. The next match, two more to go, my friend. Uh, Collingwood versus Carlton. Collingwood paying $2.72 and the Cheats paying $1.46. Uh, look, you know, the Cheats with Jason, Janine and, you know, Raheen up and about there, yeah, you know, you know, I just, I, I'm hope, I hope they win, and only because I just want their confidence up because I can't wait to the finals because they are going to get shot big time. I want them to make top four, and the reason is because I believe that they'll be out in a clean sweep. Indeed, it blues for mine. And Jason, of course, is saying he doesn't fear anyone. Well, Jason, I think you'll hear some rude awakenings, not only from Jeannie, but from the other AFL clubs you face in September if you make it that far. The last game of the round, my friend, is Port Adelaide, the semi-toughs, up against the quarter-toughs of the Bombers. Well, there's rumour going around that Port Adelaide have asked Luke Parker to come over and play for a week to show him <laughs> a bit of toughness, you know, and, uh, and if that is the case... I fear for Essendon on this one. We know Port Adelaide or West Horsham, handbaggers, you know, and the handbaggers this week, they're licking their licks and licking their chomps. They are going to, ch- you know, they are going to chomp down. And, you know, unfortunately, the Bombers next week are going to be our polywaffle roll. And, you know, this could be a coach killer. Don't be surprised. I think that this could be a coach killer. I'm going Port by 100. I'm going port by 101. Mate, the quality is just not down there at Essendon. I mean, um, the, the, who's the recruiter again? What's his name? Dodoro. Dodoro, just, he, just, he just recruits flankers. That's all he does. He recruits <laughs> flankers. Flank, flankers spelt with a, with a silent W. <laughs> Last thing before we go here, brother. Don't you miss the old nomenclature of centre-half forward and centre-half back and back pocket? And a uh, rover and uh, and whatever and um, ruck rover, yeah. they're, they're, it's all just gone, isn't it? No, they, they are. They they have gone, but I, I think this year we're starting to see the comeback of the big forward. I don't, you know, you had yeah. Mackay last year, Kerno. You got, you know, Mitch Lewis. You've got um, they're still know, called Tom key forwards. They're still called key forwards rather than full forward or centre half forward, though. Aren't no, they? they no no. You're right, and um, you're right there. I, I think yeah. Most clubs now only just, you know, they call it key forward. They only have one of those big body type of players. I mean, you look at, you know, the handbaggers. They've got Tomahawk, but Cameron, he doesn't play like a, you know, like a traditional centre half forward. He's more like a, you know, running half forward flanker, to be honest with you. You know, but he happens to be 100 and something, 90, you know, 190 something centimetres tall. But um, it's not going to avail him anything in September because he's going to be, it's going to be a wasted acquisition by the Cats. They've burned whatever they got from that Tim Kelly trade, they've just wasted on Cameron long term, long term. 
Well, know. they yeah, no, you're, you're right. They wasted on that. And then, and, and, and how about the Eagles themselves wasted on getting Tim oh. Kelly? He's, like, he's been a super, he's almost, he's almost Gary Rowan esque. He's been, yeah, yeah, I just seen some footage from the Karibo Roadhouse where Big Was is wolfing down the big M egg flips. That's a very unsalutary thing to do. I think, my dear friend, the godfather of the Albanian mafia. And we we are back, everyone in town. And I think next next time we get together, my friend Alia, I'm hoping that Big Wazza and and Jason with all those claw marks will be back. Okay. Oh well, not a problem. All right, Mario, you Thank have a you, good brother. week, and I'll, I'll see you down. I'll see you shortly for that DVD, mate. Thanks, brother. <laughs> bye bye.